You are part of a new breed that works harder, smarter, faster, and prouder than any others on the job. You live, work, and play to a higher standard. You are not a hack, but you perform your work to the highest standard possible. You take pride in both your work and your service. You're not just an installer. You're a highly skilled and highly trained professional. It doesn't matter if you're an apprentice, a journeyman, or a master. You're neither a jerk nor a brute. You're a teacher and a mentor. You redefine the industry. You create your own destiny. You serve those for whom you work, and you do work that matters. You're not just an electrician. You are the electrician. And this is your podcast. Welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. My name is John Workman, and I am your host, as I have been for the last 77 episodes. This is episode 78, which is super awesome. I'm, as always, stoked and pumped that uh, that we've been able to make this work for, boy, we've been going for over a year on uh, on this podcast i had a i've mentioned before i had a, a different podcast called the weekly buzz that uh, i put out once a week and it was it was a longer form podcast <clears throat> it was man we were pushing half an hour on each one of those episodes and and uh, we did about 35 episodes of those and we might uh, go back into the archives and resurrect some of those uh just for your Entertainment information, but, uh, for right now, the, uh, the SESK podcast is, is going strong. We, uh, we actually had, what were we? 10, 12. I believe we were still in the almost 11,000. That's what it was. Almost 11,000 downloads last month. And this month we're, our goal is 15,000 downloads for the podcast. Uh, we're looking to break the 100,000, uh, total download mark. So if you've got some friends or acquaintances or colleagues that are in the business that could, uh, could use this information, please share it with them. Send them a link. Send them a, send them a, uh, <clears throat> Oh, send them, just send them, tweet it out, you know, put it on Facebook, uh, Instagram it out. Just let them know about it. Uh, it's, uh, becoming, shaping up to be quite a useful resource out there. So anyways, I just want to thank you all for listening and uh, helping us shoot for that 15,000 download mark for this month. So, and one more thing I just want to mention before we get into today's content is keep an eye out for SESK University, Stuff Electricians Should Know University. It's coming soon. We're looking to launch that on September 1st is the goal here. I am really, really pushing hard to get you all the details, uh, hopefully next week. The goal is to have all the details flushed out next week um, so that I can announce them on the podcast for all of you faithful listeners and uh, so that you can be some of the first to uh, get involved with SESKU. So anyways, enough of that. Let's uh, get into today's content. What I want to do is this is going to be a two-part series. So today we're going to do part one. Next week will be part two. And we're going to talk about arc flash safety. So the boys and girls over at Eaton have put together a, um, I guess a list of 10 things 
that you need to know about arc flash safety. Okay. And this is to help people, uh, help protect people and, uh, and operations. So I know arc flash is, is a really big deal. I was actually talking to an electrician the other day that was telling me about his experience with arc flash and it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, let's call it user error. I guess you would say he said that he had been working. We got some, uh, audio difficulties going on there. Sorry. Uh, he said that he'd been working a long shift. It had been, uh, you know, a 24 hour shift, which probably isn't safe to begin with, but he was working on some, uh, 480 volt gear. It was actually an eyeline panel and he went to stab the eyeline breaker, uh, install the new eyeline breaker into the MDP. And he actually, he said, I was so tired. Um, I've been up for so long working such a long shift that I actually, went to put the breaker in backwards. And so when he did that, um, some metal parts of the component, parts of the breaker, touched the busing, shorted it out, and actually caused, you know, an arc flash that, uh, you know, burned his arm, burned his eyes. He said he couldn't see for about two hours before, uh, before things started to come back. <coughs> And it just goes to show how important it is to, to have these safety measures in place, uh, when it comes to your safety and, and, uh, you know, working on the job site. So let's get into this list. We're going to cover the first five this week and then we're going to cover the next five next week. So number one, why does, why arc flashes occur? Arc, an arc flash is the explosive energy released when an electrical fault for instance, a short circuit causes an arc. The dangers associated with an arc flash event include heat, flying debris, sound, UV radiation, and more. So just like I just mentioned about, uh, about this guy I was talking about, you know, the energy was released. There was a flash when, uh, when the fault occurred, uh, by going phase to phase with that breaker. And, uh, it definitely, you know, there was definitely heat. There was, he said there was definitely sound. And, uh, and there were some consequences from that. So number two, an explosion four times hotter than the sun, the mere drop of a tool or accidental contact with electrical systems can set off an arc flash and instantly generate an energy explosion, releasing the temperature in excess of 36,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That is four times hotter than the sun. Now, I don't know about you. I just spent uh i just spent a weekend at bear lake um a couple weekends ago actually and uh it was pretty warm up there if you're not familiar with bear lake utah and idaho look it up on your google google map or google earth but it's it's a really cool place to visit <coughs> but at the end of july it is it is quite warm up there and we obviously are a long ways away from the sun and so we don't get the full effects but Think about the worst sunburn you've ever had and, and how hot it was on the day that you got it. And then think about, you know, an explosion that is four times hotter than the sun. Okay. And you can imagine how painful that can be. Um, how painful that can be when everything is said and done. If you, uh, if you're lucky enough to live through it. So keep that in mind that, uh, the pain that will be associated with the heat that can come with that. Four times hotter than the sun. Number three, uh, an arc flash is as powerful as an eight stick dynamite blast. 
So a 10,000 amp arc on a 480 volt circuit can have the explosive force of eight sticks of dynamite. Another example of the energy in an arc flash, in an arc flash, copper expands at 67,000 times its volume during an arc flash event. A small pea-sized piece of copper would expand to fill the volume of a railroad car. Wow. Now, that is, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, I've never really thought about anything like that uh, when it comes to this kind of thing. You know, you get flying debris um, coming at you <clears throat> that fast. Uh, I mean, that's, that's going to do some damage. So just remember an arc flash is as powerful as an eight stick dynamite blast. Number four, power intensive environments are especially vulnerable to arc flashes in heavy power, continuous operation industries. Arc flash poses a very real threat. Environments operating with 125 kVA or larger transformers call for special safety measures. Protecting personnel and equipment is everybody's responsibility. So that is one thing that you may want to uh, look at if you're working in a in a maintenance situation where you're in a facility all the time. But even if you're even if you're a contractor and you're just visiting every once in a while, you know. Special safety measures. Does your company have, um, arc flash safety measures in place? Are they, uh, are they prepared for an event, uh, such as an arc flash? Do they have, uh, proper PPE, uh, ready for you to be able to use when you're getting into equipment that might have, uh, uh, arc flash potential? Uh, that's one thing that another, another contractor that I was talking to the other day, uh, had gotten a, a call to uh, go work on to go work on some switch gear and the the company because he was a contractor the company that he was going to um, work for didn't have any gear on site and his employer did not have any gear on site as well so he was frantically looking to try to find some arc flash gear which is not in a lot of places, a lot of smaller areas is not just something you go buy off the shelf, you know. So make sure that if you're getting into a situation that has that potential, that um, that the proper PPE is there and and readily available. Um, there is nothing wrong with you uh, saying, you know what, I'm going to decline this job until we have proper PPE. And if you're an employer, make sure that you're taking the responsibility to uh, properly outfit your employees so that so that they can be protected. And number five, uh, this kind of goes plays right off of number four. Employees require education. Electrical workers must be trained and should understand the risks of arc flash safety. This includes reading and understanding arc flash labels and wearing the proper personal protective equipment, PPE, to perform energized work. Codes and standards are always changing, and it's imperative that your organization be in compliance. So education is a key when it comes to being in a trade. Um, <clears throat> I don't view a trade as being any different than, um, you know, say a, say a doctor or a lawyer or uh, any of these other uh, quote-unquote professions that require continuing education every couple years. You know, things are always changing, just like it said. There are, there are things that, uh, there are new technologies that come out to make things safer, to work faster. And so 
making sure that you are properly educated or making sure that your employees are properly educated is one key uh, to everybody's success and safety. And that's that's also one of our goals here, of course, at uh, Electricians Libraries to provide the, the highest quality of education that we that we possibly can. Um, and it's all to help you and uh you know to help you in your career, to help you with your business, to help you with your job. You know, whatever aspect of the electrical electrical industry you're in, that's that's my main purpose here at Electricians Library is to is to help provide that education. And that you know on that note, that's kind of the point of stuff electricians should know university that's going to be coming up. Um, we're going to take the education a step further. We're going to, we're going to go deeper. We're going to go, um, you know, we're going to make it better and we're going to make it available to anybody who, who wants to take that opportunity to, to better themselves. So those are the first five things that you uh, need to know about Arc Flash. Next week, we're going to cover things six through 10 and uh, give you a little bit more education on what our folks over at Eaton uh, have to teach us about arc flashes. So thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. We're, uh, we're looking to do some big things here in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. And make sure to uh, pass this along. Like I say, our goal is 15,000 downloads this month. We're, uh, we're on track for that right now, but I can't do it without you. I need your help. I need you to help me pass this along and uh, and get the word out. So thanks again in advance, and thank you for all the support in the past and uh, for the rest of the week. I hope you stay healthy. I hope you stay happy. But most of all, I hope you stay grounded. 